This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, we're going to dive in in the last podcast we focusing on um, Roland Martin. Now, you know, the last podcast we talked about Roland Martin uh, begging Jeff Bezos and pocket watching. And in this one, Roland is going to bring up, you know, something about the so-called allies that's, that's supposed to be out there with black people. And Roland should know we have been alone in everything that we have ever done and fought for. Everybody else collectively has sat on the sidelines watching us getting bruised and beaten, shot up, killed and everything else while they enjoy the spoils of what we fought for. You understand? So Roland now is focusing on something that he needs to, you know, I need to remind him of some things, but let's go ahead and play Roland here. Show the other day, and he raised an important question. He said, where are the allies? He said, where are the LGBT activists uh, who had African-Americans standing with them on critical issues? Where's HRC? Where's GLAAD? Why aren't they leading civil disobedience campaigns by fighting for voting rights? Where's Vote Latino? Where's LULAC? Where's La Raza? Why aren't Latino groups standing up? Where are white progressives? Where, where are all of those white Americans who were taken to the streets last year fighting for George Floyd, not coming back saying the George Floyd Justice Act? So let me ask you about this. This is a very on. interesting question that you raise. One of the things about George Floyd, you and I talked about it. You and I have been talking about this for years. We talked about it in Ferguson. One of the things about George Floyd was that people saw something happening that they had heard about and didn't fully, fully believe. And once they saw it, they took to the street. The allies took to the street. Is it because this is nebulous? Because it's not clear no. how this actually affects people? No, it's not. It's very clear. The problem is they simply see this as a black thing as, as opposed to an American thing. All right. So I want to make sure I play, you know, that part of Roland. So Roland is saying, where are all the allies at? You know, where's the LGBT? Where's the um, immigrants? Where were they at? The one, the ones that that's first generation that can vote. Um, where's the Asians? Where, where's, where's all these different groups? He said LULAC. He mentioned that's Hispanic uh, um, group. Where are all these people at? Why are they not out here uh, fighting for voting rights or whatever? Well, Roland, the reason why they're not out there fighting for voting rights. Well, let me start on the white folks first. The white folks don't need to fight for voting rights. They got their voting rights. So you shouldn't even kept them out of it. Now let's go to the other groups of people. Roland. Unfortunately, many of us have trained them not to get involved. We have been the ones that went out there alone doing all the work, Roland. And when you, when you go out here and vote like you did for Joe Biden, and not get nothing out the deal. 
And then you sit up there and watch Joe Biden, Roland, gave the Asian community that hate crime bill. And now, have you noticed ever since that hate crime bill has been signed, a lot of them really flexing now. Oh, they talking because you know what they they what I'm noticing. They feel their status been elevated over black people. And they was already in the status of black people uh, before that bill, but now it really federally solidified. I'm like, look, we more protected now than y'all. So I wish you would tell me something because y'all can get charged with federal hate crimes. You understand what I'm saying? But 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 Roland, you know, he's consistently playing himself. And Roland, you're too old to be playing yourself, man. You're too old for that. Them people has never had a history of coming to the rescue of black people. Show me the group of people that have the history of coming to our rescue. None. All they do is sit down and watch what we're doing and say, Ooh, that's messed up. And then after everything is done and after we bloody and bruised and killed, they step right over us and get those benefits like they've been doing. Everybody know black people silly. Everybody knows. That's why they run into this country because black people silly enough to continue to fight for everything else. And then everybody else benefits and don't have no bruises, no uh, uh, bodies piling up, no anything. Nothing at all. Roland, you understand that? So you're going to continue to be by yourself on everything. This is why a lot of us say, you know what? Let other groups fight for themselves. Because when it's time to, to fight for something that could benefit them, because yes, voting could benefit them. They don't want to step up and say anything because they expect y'all silly Negroes to go do it. Don't get on MSNBC saying where they at now. The fact is rolling you, you and your, your, your ilk then played yourself. You played yourself once again. Now Roland is, is, is perpetually losing. He's making himself look bad. He begging them folks for their money. Now he's saying where his allies at. Now you mentioned the George Floyd protest. Let me talk about that. A lot of them people that came out with the George Floyd protest last year, a lot of them people's bored. A lot of those people, you got to remember, we were locked down. We Nobody was in the streets doing anything. A lot of people came out just to get out the house, to be around people again. Do you understand? Because everybody was locked in. You couldn't go here. You couldn't go there. Everything was shut down. So when the George Floyd protest happened, sure, a lot of people was upset. Sure, a lot of people wanted to uh, uh, do something about it. But some people just out there for boredom. And all these so-called allies, these allies never show up when we need them. They never show up in the jury box. They never, they never take a stand and say, hey, wait a minute. This law y'all trying to pass, this isn't right. This is very racist against uh, black people. You notice that you're talking about your white allies that they got white privilege and could actually do something. They never do that. Never pick a group. Nobody stands up for black people rolling. So all them people that came out doing that mess last year and Tifa and all them other ones, when brothers was like, Hey, 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 what are you doing? Why are you writing? Why are you doing graffiti out here? What's wrong with you? They went out there for the right thing. The thing is, 
When are y'all going to realize, Roland, and, and many like you, we are on our own. Dr. John Henry Clark said it best. We have no friends. Because a friend would be fighting with us. These people are so cold that it actually they fight with us. They would actually benefit also, but they don't want to step foot out there. See these other groups that come in here, they cool with being underneath massa. They're not trying to fight back. They want to go along and get along with massa, all these other groups. Because they come over here to make money. They're not coming over here to fight for freedom and rights, etc. See, and, and, and that's going to backfire on them and let it, let it backfire on them. But Roland, we buy ourselves. And, and if you look at even us by ourselves, we have so many sellouts politically. How could you really get ahead? That whole, whole congressional black caucus. I'm going to say the majority of them sell us down, sold us down the river. It's not just Clyburn. It's many of them sold us down the river years ago. They're there holding the seat, getting a check. Don't care about black people. Don't care about our, our well-being. Don't care about what happens in the future. Cause they look, they say, look, I'm my family. Good. I'm okay. Roland, when you go understand that and you, you influencing the people that's following you to keep being on the losing team. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm not following losers. Because you follow losers, you're going to take loser advice and you're going to be a loser too. Aren't you tired of losing? Don't you want to have some wins for a change? Don't you want to be in a position of power as a black person? I mean, seriously. If we keep going down the same you know, path, Every two to four years, not taking the stand, not shaking things up, not willing to, you know, boycott things. We need to boycott and sustain these boycotts, not willing to solidify our, ourselves, you know, in the country that we built. Then what's happening right now is that you're not going to have nothing. You ain't got nothing now, but you're really not going to have nothing. These people every day is literally, you know, when you talk about gentrified, they, they getting you out of there. They getting you out of the paint every day. They want to make you destitute and they can do it because when you're too individualistic, when you are depending on the Democrat party, which is Democrat party is selling the black folks out shoot more than the, the Republicans are. Because the Republicans, we're not over there like that. So that's why I focus more on them. Which you know, you got some people that's in the back of the room that that's intellectually challenged that think when, when you say, well, you know, something about the Republican, oh, you must be a Republican. No. But actually, a lot of black people think like Republicans. Actually, we just don't vote that way. I mean, most of us are socially conservative. Think about it. A lot of us, you know, are for, you know, Second Amendment rights. A lot of us, you know, don't want big government, you know, all in our business. We know when government's in your business, it don't, you know, fare too well for black people. 
a lot of us don't want to pay no freaking, you know, heavy, heavy taxes. Who wants to pay that? You know what I'm saying? A lot of us want to start businesses. So a lot of black people are pro business. I mean, it, there you go. A lot of you have, you know, uh, Christian views. A lot of you do. A lot of you, you know, don't support, you know, abortion like that. You know, some people utilize that, but a lot of people just don't support abortion like that. So what I'm saying is, you know, we just don't vote that way. And I understand why. I mean, I'm not silly. I understand why. Cause you have too many, you know, freaking races in that party. I listen, I get it. I get it. 2000%. I understand. But what I'm saying is, is that we're on our own Roland. We're on our own. And the quicker we realize that, that you can't depend on this freaking Mzungu, no matter what party it is, you can't depend on no, no, no people that's not even trying to collectively fool with us like that. You understand? Then we need to focus on unification and empowerment of our own community. Why is it that you won't do it? Like why? Well, what is holding you back? You didn't try everything else. You didn't try it. You didn't try doing it on your own. It's not working, right? You tried to get in little clicks. It's not working. Nothing is working. Collectively, we're losing. Now, as individuals, you know, individuals may be doing great, but you still can't rise higher than your people, though. You just can't. And Roland needs to understand that. You know, these, these people all this time Roland been on the, the, the TV and CNN and all the places that Roland been, he, he still just don't get it by now. He still don't get it. One thing I, you know, listen, Roland, Roland is old now. And, and I'm going to say this much. I don't want to be an old fool because there's nothing worse than an old fool. At, at his age, he should be a whole lot sharper and a whole lot smarter and paid attention to the years of losing. Because he's 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 losing constantly. He's he's looking bad out here. You he, he was up here crying about black people voting, and then the Asians didn't stand in no lines, y'all. I didn't see no long line of Asians nowhere voting. And the Democrats gave and the Republicans gave them a hate crime bill when Asians ranked the lowest on hate crimes being victims, the lowest. They had people attacking them, you know, uh, for about a good year and they get a federal protection. We have ranked the highest as victims of hate crimes in this country, according to the FBI. And we got no hate crime bill. And I didn't hear Roland beating that drumbeat about where's our hate crime bill. I didn't hear Roland say, you know, every time black people has to be black and this black and that. But when it comes to the Asians, no, it, it wasn't no black and Asian. Your congressional black caucus voted for that bill. Roland didn't say anything about that. See, everybody else is getting things out of the Democrat party and Roland don't even address it. He don't even address it. He don't address the CBC and say, why in the world you, you didn't fight to get black people put on that hate crime bill too. Why? And if they didn't want to do it, you should have been the one. The CBC should say, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not voting. And the reason why I'm not voting yes on this is because black Americans aren't added to this bill and they suffer the most hate crimes. 
And then that could have been a conversation. Even if it would have passed, that would still have been a conversation that we could have had about hate crimes against black people. But Roland, you're not focusing on that. These other groups aren't standing in line. They aren't suffering. They aren't doing anything. I mean, we're talking about the, the history of, of voting, okay? They're not dealing with the issues that we're dealing with, and it's benefiting. I'm not about to be the, the mule for nobody. We're going to either work together or I'm, I'm not doing nothing. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm tired of black Americans carrying the water, carrying the load for everybody. So everybody can benefit. And I'm not just talking about these other, I'm talking about white folks too. Oh, black people save democracy. Hey, save democracy for what? For y'all like black people, you need to stop saving these people. I keep telling you that let them do what they do. But we have so many off code people in our community. And I'm so hard on that previous generation, that civil rights generation is because y'all had them on the ropes, but y'all sat down. Y'all thought that, well, we ought to get an education and a good job. That's it. So basically, you know, you went from having your own businesses in the thirties, forties, fifties and sixties to giving all that up to go work for white people. And then your children didn't have nothing. We should have a thriving, thriving black economy right now. If they just kept mashing the gas, but no, they would want to just, you know, go sit down and, and, and have you, you know, you, you, your drugs and all you, you, your partying and all the things that you was doing while, while them folks are planning to, to take you down. And that's why we in the position that we in now. And then instead of that generation saying, okay, you know what, man, we messed up. Let's see what we can do to fix this politically. You know, let's do what we can. So at least leave these children with something. No, no, they're not leaving us with nothing. They, as long as they, as long as they churches got their 501 C three, they can vote and get they, they, um, chicken dinner on Sunday. They good. They are good in the hood, but we have no friends rolling. And, and, and if y'all keep filing rolling with that, you gonna stay perpetually losing. I'm not gonna be. I'm not losing. Like individually, I just refuse to lose. I don't want to be a loser. I want to be a winner in life, right? I don't. I, I don't follow nobody that just perpetually loses. Then that makes me look bad. Then I'm gonna lose with them. No. 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 But we go wrapping up this three part series on Roland. You know, Roland is just he. He's something special, ladies and gentlemen. He's something special. But it's sad. It really is sad. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm being genuine when I say this. I have no hate for Roland. I really don't. Um, Roland is misguided. Um, you know, and, and just me being on cold enough, Roland is still, you know, he, he a brother, but, you know, brother's out of pocket. I got to say something. And the reason why I'm focusing on him is because he's influencing other people and they think he knows what he's talking about. And some things that Roland says – I say, okay, I can agree with that. You know, some things he, he may mention, but Roland, you know, he wants to dip his toe in the water, but he don't really want to jump all the way in. That's his issue. He want, he want to make sure he keep himself in the good graces of them folks in a Democrat party. Um, and, and that's never going to be for the empowerment of black people. That's just it. So all this, this is barking Roland's doing. Um, I, I want to see what his response is going to be after the midterms. 
Um, and then Biden really gonna mask it. Well, you know, we lost the House, we lost the Senate, so you know, I can't do nothing. Sorry, you know. Now Trump, he wrote executive orders when he couldn't do nothing, right? But you know, um, Biden don't care about black people like that. He don't care. So I hope you're happy with your vote.